Yesterday, I spoke about Eliezer and how he defiled worldly power for the sake of his salvation. He chose God over his life and was killed. And the question I asked was what legacy are we living for posterity? What legacy are we living for our children and grandchildren? Well, yesterday we were dealing with a man of about 90 years, so that might be understandable. But today we are dealing with a widow and her seven children whom she encouraged to observe the traditions and the commandments of God rather than submitting to worldly power and rejecting their faith. And she watched, witnessed the death of all her sons. Can we put ourselves in the shoes of this lady? Will we be willing to let our children or grandchildren lose something for the sake of their faith? It is interesting, you know, as I said yesterday, King Antiochus Epiphanes was ready to exterminate Judaism, their culture, and you know, their culture was not different from their faith, their religion. Religion was part of their culture because they were unique people. They were God's consecrated people. People who had entered into a covenantal relationship with God. And so for anyone to tell those folks to abandon their God and worship the imperial court was a great abomination to them. It's surprising that, you know, after losing six of her children, the last one was left, probably the only consolation. And the king knew that he could use that little kid to his advantage. And so he approached this young lad and promised him not only his life, but he said, you will be my friend and I will give you part of my kingdom. You are going to be rich. It is going to wield authority. But then the mother went and spoke to the child in Hebrew, not in the Greek language that the king understood. And it's so interesting that this mother was so concerned about the law and the commandment of their ancestors that the Lord had given to them through Moses. Do not abandon your faith. 
But I believe that the Lord who created heaven and earth, who created you, who put you in my womb, will be with you. And even if I lose you, I know that at the end of time, I will be reunited with you and your brethren who have been killed. It's a sad story, but it is a heroic story. It's a story about a lady who was a widow and at the ebb of the social ladder, leaving this great legacy for posterity. Now, in our world today, we might not be forced by any emperor or king or president to abandon our faith. But there are certain social intervention and social organizations that are forcing us to lead, leave our faith. Sports is one of them. There are a lot of Catholics who will want to lay in the couch all Sunday watching football or basketball instead of going to church. And what are the children learning from them? You know, when I came here, a group of friends took me around showing me Thomasville and then we drove through, you know, where the, the field is. He said, Father, anytime your pews are empty, this is where your parishioners are. Soccer games over there. And it took me no time to realize that a father and a son came back to me after Mass and said, Father, can we receive communion? I said, why? Oh, we were at Mass, but uh, uh, my son had a game and uh, uh, I think there was a tie and so they had to do penalty kicks and the son was the goalie for one team and therefore he had to take the son from mass to go to be in the post for that penalty kicks. And so when he came back, mass was over. But I was glad that this father was able to admit, Father, I know I did the wrong thing. And he told the son, Son, I gave a very bad example. Don't copy this bad example. And I said, because you have admitted, and from your own words, I will give you the Eucharist. You know, but this is not an exceptional case. It does happen. We spend hours in the sun cheering our grandchildren and children, and some of them, in this case, don't even know how to kick a ball. All that they are waiting for is at the end of the game, they will get their ice cream. That's why they are there. And we see grandmas and grandpas and, and fathers and mothers, you know, in the stands and in the scorching sun and they are shouting and cheering for nothing. They can be there for hours in the sun, no problem. Let them come to church and let the mass on Sunday go beyond one hour. They will be hell. So what kind of legacy are we living? We would like to stay and spend more time somewhere rather than spending that time in the house of God. Probably if you and I were the mother of this young lad, we would have said, what a wonderful thing. Let's get it. After all, when, when you renounce your faith, what do you lose? How many of us 
would like our children and grandchildren to go to the seminary to become priests. Today we're talking about shortage of priests in America, but I don't think that shortage should be real. It's not ideal. That shortage is artificial because we are into other things more than things of God. But this lady was concerned about the sanctification and the salvation of souls rather than acquiring this wealth from the emperor and losing the faith. When I gain the whole world and lose my soul, what profit shall it be for me? Probably this is what we need to think about. So that we will seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So that all the others will be added unto us. May the Lord bless us. Amen. Amen.